best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Big part of friendship. I like you. Do you like me? I do like you. You are my friend. You're a nice young man, and I am your friend. But I'm, I'm not looking at my tummy because I've got all my wounds there and I'm scared of it. Excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably best to just never look at it. <laughs> mm. Jacob's looked at it a couple of times and the other day he said one looks gnarly and I'm really scared now. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, it might just be blood from before. If he's just like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horrific. Uh, anyway, welcome to the friend request. Mm-hmm. I'm your host Chloe Madrin, mm-hmm. and uh, today I'm joined by the hilarious Cameron James. Thank you. And I'm currently engaging my core. <laughs> Are you engaging your core? I'm not. I can't use my core because it's all. It's all. I mean. I mean, please don't use the. Uh, don't use your lower back. Don't think that that's going to help. Don't use no, these muscles. No, I'm just sitting. Here. I'm just okay, sitting. Okay, you're just like, balancing yourself. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess if, there's Well, you're cross-legged, so that's helpful for you. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not, mm-hmm. I need to engage my core. No, so if I'm not answering your questions correctly, it's because I'm concentrating <laughs> on... Use some pillows. I mean... Nope. Ch- no nope. need. No need. <laughs> Good. I hope you break a sweat. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Maybe we should get some dumbbells in here so I can actually... I do have the it. weights right there, yeah, actually. I know you've got the gym set up. Within grasp. <laughs> is this yours? No, it's Jacob's. Okay, He's fantastic. a very ripped man. Great, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, got lovely. a lot of cool stuff in here. A lot of cool stuff. Thank you. Thank mm. you very much. I also, uh, you're the first person in the fort with shoes on, so congratulations. Should I take them off? No, no, no. Whatever's comfortable. Okay. I don't I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable in this fort. Okay. Um, but you've made other people take their shoes off? I didn't make anyone take their shoes <laughs> off. People just took their shoes off. People saw a blanket fort and they were like... It's a shoes off situation, but uh-huh. if you didn't think that, that's fine. I didn't even, it didn't <laughs> even cross my mind. No, 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 that's fair. When second. I said to you, comfies, PJs, wear whatever you want, you were like button down. Full suit. Converse, full suit. Yeah, yeah actually, I had to stop him from wearing the suit. It was. <laughs> no, I'm not really a um, pajamas guy. Crazy. I yeah. know I know about your wife's clothing brand and they're all mm. very comfortable looking. Yeah, she loves pajamas. I'm oh not a pajamas gosh. guy. Oh I've never God. I don't think I've owned pajamas. Like I've got some clothes that I would wear to bed, but they like are like a clothes. big giant shirt. I no, imagine. Not like, I'm not like from the nineteen thirties, not like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> That's just what came to mind. Okay. <laughs> I've got clothes that have started life as normal clothes. Yeah. And then become gym clothes <laughs> and then become things i sleep in like crappy old clothes yeah okay yeah they're washed between the gym and the no, bed no no no, no. and there's fungus sleeper. and they stink <laughs> and i stink <laughs> i'm glad to have you in the fall yeah then. it's great to be i'm gonna stink this joint up stinking it up yeah i'm gonna stink it up big time hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, so the podcast is like, obviously, it's all about friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to start by saying, I mean, I know you. I think, you know, we don't know each other very well, but I made my way into knowing you by being one of those psychos who is like a fan of the podcast and had just started comedy and was just talking to you. Yeah, I remember you were um pretty new to comedy, I guess. Yeah, quite new. I think I was maybe it was in the first year probably. Yeah. I and discovered you, you and Becky. Were into mine and Becky's podcast and mm-hmm. came and saw maybe we both did shows at Brisbane Comedy Festival. Mm. Or something, and I think yeah, you might I don't have come think it was together. S- yeah, maybe separate shows. Yeah, I feel like you came and saw both of our shows that year. Mm-hmm. And then I, I remember Becky and I were both like, "Oh, we have a fan! <laughs> How cool! We have a fan in Brisbane. We've got this fan <laughs> who's come and taken photos and tagged." And then within like a few hours, we're like, "Oh no, it's a comedian. That doesn't count." I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it is the count. trajectory <laughs> I've found a lot over my 13 plus years of mm-hmm. being a stand-up comedian is it's very rare to have actual fans. You mostly just have like <laughs> open, open micers. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. How does that feel? <laughs> um, well, I've, I, it's good. Well, I like it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. nice. You're it very nice. kind. And, it's and, nice. Like, I, like, um, I like all people who love the arts. <laughs> Good. And I like, um, you know, I've got actual fans now, which is nice. Yeah. But not like a million. But um, Yeah, but you're a, you're a star. I'm not a star. I'm a, um, I'm just, some, I'm a humble gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was very kind of you to be so receptive to a little psycho open micer. I, I hope to do the same in, yeah. in my future, you know. I think you got to a little bit because. Oh, um, no. You were one, so you yeah. may as well do it. You know, yeah. like I was the same. I remember when I started, I was like messaging people that were headlining mm-hmm. and asking them for advice mm-hmm. and asking them and being like, oh, can I just buy you a coffee and pick your brains and stuff? And I look back and cringe because I like <laughs> gig with these people all the time and they've never mentioned it and I've never <laughs> mentioned it again. It's so awkward. But oh, like, you know, God. when you're starting out, you don't know what the, you don't even know how to do it. Yeah. So you kind of have to ask the people that you see. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, that, that, I don't know. You've, uh, you're like the opposite of a gatekeeper. I think it's very cool. It's very nice. God. I'd love to be a gatekeeper though. Yeah, I know. It would be sick to have power. Badass. Oh, yeah. It'd be so good. I don't <laughs> like have any power. Yeah, <laughs> you don't I'd have any power? No, but I would love to have some and then withhold it from people. <laughs> 
But the way I see it, like people have been very helpful and kind <laughs> to me, so I'm gonna I'll help keep the gate open if I can sneak through. Yeah. As well, and also let a few others in. Why not? Yeah. You know? Until you get that power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'll become a monster. Oh God, I can see it now. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. I remember when you started out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, pr- I appreciate it a lot. I've uh, it's come up a couple times on the podcast so far that I I have like, <sighs> without being. A, lame like reply guide my way into kind of friendships with people and that's I'm very appreciative I understand how annoying it is it's not that annoying okay yeah I think I was more annoying okay yeah like I properly <laughs> like emailed people now that's crazy yeah, yeah. like emailed <laughs> not only comedians but people that were working in television as oh writers God. and directors and stuff like email being like, hi, I'm just starting out in comedy. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'd love to work in TV. I'd love to be a writer. Please. Can you help me? And like no one fucking wrote back. No. One guy did Dan Illich. He wrote back <laughs> and got a coffee with me, put up with my like, you know, inane open micro energy. And he was so kind. He paid for the coffee And then he like helped me out, putting me in touch with other people that were writers and stuff like that. And so I like honestly really grateful to him for doing that, you know. (laughs) That's so nice. uh, And he he gave me my first writing job. So I think like if you're gonna, if you want to do it, you kind of have to hustle a little bit. That is part of it. Yeah, that's Mm. true. Oh, that's very kind. Um, what what have you always been so kind? What was it like as a kid? How'd you make friends? Do you have friends now? Tell me everything. <laughs> too many questions. <laughs> yeah, let's work through them one at a time. What, um, like as a kid? what was I like as a kid? I was like uh, somewhere between shy and hyperactive, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, okay. Like either really quiet, keeping to myself, reading books or whatever, or manic, can't shut me up, trying to be center of attention, um, like jumping around in the classroom <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, okay. And it was one or the other. And I didn't know what I was going to be day to day. And <laughs> teachers didn't really know how to handle it either. Because no. some teachers were like, oh, okay, you're the naughty kid, you're yeah. loud. But then the next day I'd just be like patiently drawing in my book or whatever. <laughs> Did or. you get any diagnosis for this at any point? <laughs> I asked my parents about this recently. I'm like, what was my deal as a kid? And they were like, well, you Probably had ADD, but we just yeah. never did anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Because I think it was like a stigma back then to have ADD. Like people totally. like, you don't want to admit your kid has ADD. Yeah. Whereas now it's like every, every single person I know has it. Mm. Do you have it? No, I have been diagnosed with bipolar. Oh, so okay. So that's like a level Pretty up. cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have similar symptoms, but also yeah. might ruin anyone's life at any yeah, time. Yeah, bipolar so. is, um, that's like adult version of yeah. ADD. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was presenting with uh, symptoms for a long time. I was a psycho child. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, did you do <laughs> violent things? I mean, to myself. It was very internalized. Great, great, great. <laughs> but like, I'm, uh, I, I remember at one point my dad found a photo of his then wife that I had written on the back I'm possessed and like that was just me trying to do cool witch shit sure which um, was witchy stuff was very popular yeah it was mm. my mum also thought she was a witch and great this has come up before I gotta stop bringing it up it's like mm. it's an issue with me but it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine I was fine when I found out I wasn't a real witch <laughs> yeah it's cool no disappointment but no I was just like I was an angry kid like I sprained my own neck 
by trying to pull out my hair because it wouldn't straighten because I was getting ready for a singing competition. Wow. I was stressed. Okay. I was an angry kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, a little psycho. Rage. I don't mm. think I ever had rage, but That's it was like nice. restlessness, definitely. Mm-hmm. Easily bored. Um, very like in my own head a lot, like daydreamy. Yeah. And still am. He's a dreamer. He's a dreamer. <laughs> like couldn't concentrate in class at all. And it wasn't even like, I'm not understanding this. It was like, I don't care. This yeah. is so boring. Yeah. Why are we learning this? What a waste of time. And I'm still like that. I still like can't, <laughs> if something, like if I ever have to do my taxes or look at a contract or anything, I like start going cross-eyed. I'm like, I just can't. Oh, just let me think about something else. (laughs) Something fun. Anything else in the world. Yeah, so very much like that. Uh, Socially, let's think like I can make friends easily. Yeah. Always have been able to make friends easily. But um, eventually I hit a wall where I'm like, I want to be alone. I do. I'm like, what do you call like an extroverted introvert? Yeah, yeah. Very relatable. Yeah. So like like being social, like being around people, but definitely notice myself hit a wall where mm. I'm like, okay, that's it. Time to go home. Let's Done. get the fuck out of here. I need to be by myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it I- took me a long time to be like, okay with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you feel like, oh, I'm supposed to be around people. I'm supposed to be friendly. Of course. Mm. People being like, what's wrong? Mm. Nothing. This like, is so much Literally better. nothing. I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ru- lay down. <laughs> Did it ruin any friendships or anything? I've like, I think that like I'm drawn to, and you can look at even just my current friends in comedy as a good example of this. I'm drawn to m- way more extroverted people than me, mm. probably. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, probably like crazier people than me as well. Yeah. I like find myself attaching myself a bit to someone who's a bit more out there and a bit more extreme with their social life and all yeah, that. Okay. So I get to like sample it yeah. and live off it a little bit and then I can swim away. Yeah, and they're fine. They've got their yeah, own things going fine. on. Yeah. Cool. So mm. you were doing the same thing as a kid? I think so. All my best friends through childhood and teenage years were like bad influence people, mm-hmm. like a bit crazy, a bit mm-hmm. bad influence. So I could like have a, t- a taste of it. Yeah. And know what it was like to be a bad boy or whatever. <laughs> and then, but then also be like, it wasn't me. It was Patrick. He was the one. <laughs> he was the one who suggested we do that. I was just, you know, manipulated by him. <laughs> oh my God, you dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I know. I've, done, I've never, I would never, uh, I would never rat. I'm not a okay, rat. Good. But I would definitely like distance myself and be like, I'm not, I'm actually not that bad. I'm just mm-hmm. copying. Mm. <laughs> Cute mm. And you got into music pretty young, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where, how old were you when you got into music? Oh, I started singing like training when I was nine Yeah, and okay And musical theatre stuff about that age When you say training, what do you mean? Like like vocal lessons and stuff Oh, you actually did, you went through all For a decade lessons. Yeah did All the testing and friggin' oh, Yeah, yeah I'm like And did that make really you love good. it more or less? Like more at the time I think it was the only thing I really cared about Because I was delusional as a child I was like I will be a superstar I mean I'm Mm. still delusional Mm. But I was so certain I was like no I will be a superstar It it was a big slap in the face When I realised I wasn't the best singer Right Because I was like I'm going to be the best When How old were you when you realised that? 
um, 27, <laughs> 25. <laughs> it's a couple of years ago. Mm, mm. <laughs> probably genuinely within the last five years. Just before starting comedy, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then is that part of the reason why you started doing comedy? No, no. I just wanted to, um, I always wanted to write TV as well. Because mm. I was like, superstar, I want to do it all. Yeah, And course. I thought if I wrote a TV show about a certain future, then I would be given a spaceship and then I would be able to live out the TV show. I've still got, it's in the plans, but um, Good. no, I wanted to write TV and I thought that doing comedy was what a lot of writers did to yeah. get funnier. Which so, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's the same, pretty much the same thing that I wanted as well. Yeah. Um, and... So you're nine, you started doing yeah. like vocal training yeah. at that age. And so, but I didn't get into like cool music uh -huh. until my teen So what years. was it like? It was like musical theater. Musical theater, jazz and classical. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But like the songs of my choice were more like your pop jazz, like Amy Winehouse kind mm. of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Still lots of ballads and things. Yeah. Girl music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't really get into anything cool or like, oh, I could do a band mm. until I was a teenager. Were you in bands? Kind of. Not mm. really. I was so like stubborn about being like, it's my solo project because it's all my music and mm. I will just have accompaniment, which has, it was a really bad call, honestly. Mm. Bands seem way more successful and fun. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> as you know from me talking about being in bands and stuff, it's also... A real fucking pain in the ass dealing yeah. with other people. All yeah, the time. well, exactly. That seemed awful. It's, it's like and it's crazy. I, I like I love music, so I got into it because my dad was a drummer, mm -hmm. and he drummed in like I guess he drummed in originals bands and stuff when he was younger. But by the time I was a kid, he was playing in like covers bands and Gotta stuff. Make the money. And my mum sang and mm. sang in the church band. Awesome. And um, they were called Terry's Girls. Father Terry was her priest. <laughs> oh, my God. And they were called Terry's Girls. <laughs> That's a little creepy. <laughs> Which is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Mum would be like, I've got a Terry's Girls show tonight. I'm like, it's church. All right. It's fucking, it's not a show. <laughs> my parents also did church. Music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so it was always bands that I wanted to be in. It was never a solo project. Like the idea yeah. of being solo, I didn't even understand it. But... The older I get, I've got some friends that are still playing in bands mm -hmm. and it's such a fucking slog. And mm. I'm mates now through comedy with some successful comedians, yeah. uh, sorry, musicians. Yeah, yeah. And it's like how any of them make money blows my mind. There's just no money in it unless yeah. you're one of the five famous bands in this country. Yeah, yeah. And it's, then even any money, say you're doing like the shittest gigs, covers or if you're just being a wedding band, yeah. then you're splitting it among five people. Yeah. It's crazy. I've done the wedding band thing oh. as well. So, uh, how did you find that? Um, it was pretty funny, I guess. Yeah. Like it's, you just, but it's like doing a corporate. You're there for like five hours. Yeah. And you do like four 40-minute sets or whatever it's of huge. just all covers. And then you've got big breaks between them and... You sit, they sit you at a table with the other people that are working there. So mm -hmm. you're just like stuck at a table with a photographer who's a cunt and like, <laughs> I don't know, some, some fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I've, I did it for years. I like to supplement um, our originals project. Me and the guitarist from the band I was in at the time were a wedding duo. Awesome. For ages. And yeah, fucking hell. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like there's... 
Uh, so I ran into Daniel Johns from Silverchair a mm-hmm. few years ago and he was telling me that he's broke. Fuck. Are you serious? <laughs> and I was like. I mean, the man does like to party. What the, yeah. Whatever. He said <laughs> something to the effect of like, I used to be a millionaire and now I don't have anything. And I was Fuck. like, Jesus Christ. This country's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's awful. And this industry is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. If you can be like silver chair and you're broke. Jesus, fucking that hell. sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, that's so sad. So what age were you when you started your or got into your first band? Uh, teenager, I guess like 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think year seven was the first time that I played with other people and we just played like at school Yeah, and we played, um, it was like a day where like four or five bands would play on the steps at school at lunch Awesome. and we played, um, what's that song? It's Blink-182. Is it Damn It? Is it the one that's, I guess this is growing up? Is that Damn It? I don't know. I've only recently been introduced like two years ago. If anyone's listening and they're mad, I think it's Damn It. Jacob will be. Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend takes me home when I'm too drunk to drive. Is that it? It's not Damn It, is it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a Blink-182 song. Okay. And we did that song and we did uh, Get Free by The Vines. And then we did this original song that we'd all written together. Oh, my God. um, Awesome. And yeah, I was hooked. Yeah. But I was, like you, convinced from that very first gig. Oh, okay. I guess I'm just going to be in a famous band. Yeah. I'll just be one of those guys that's in a famous band. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. The power of delusion. And like, I, I, has that, I mean, obviously, you did a whole show about how that all changed and how you've changed and grown and you're yes. a comedian now. I think I'm going to try cross-legged. Try cross-legged. Yeah, I, 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 I watch this. I That's trouble? fine. Okay. No, it's cool. Right. Get comfy. Do whatever. It. If you want to hug a pillow or a little bubble tea... That's, um, no, no, I think I'll just that. do this. This is good, though. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you were saying? Um, what was I saying? Oh, God. Something about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The delusion. I mm. still have it so mm. much. So much. To. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Oh, thank God. You, I think like if we're, you know, we're both in like a really stupid artistic industry <laughs> that is like more business than art. Yeah. And you sort of have to be a bit fucking delusional to be in it okay. at all. Thank God. And I think everyone is. Everyone's yeah. like, maybe they don't think they're going to be the best in the world, but mm. they're like, I'll make a living from this and mm-hmm. I'll, or I'll like be moderately successful. Yeah. yeah. And you oh, need and that. If you didn't, this. you probably wouldn't be doing it at all. That's true. Mm. That's a very good point. Um, okay. So y- you were just making the band with friends. They were friends you went to school with? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, um, I was in heaps of bands through high school and they were all just like friends, but... I very quickly in every single one of these bands took it way more seriously than everyone else and was like... Were you the when, worst? I think so. <laughs> when I look no. back on it, I think I was oh. the worst because everyone just wanted to have fun. They yeah. were like 14. Yeah. And like, I was no, like, guys, no, 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 we need to rehearse three times a week <laughs> and we need to have like uh. a unified like outlook on the world <laughs> and we need to have a vision and we need to have an aesthetic <laughs> that is consistent. Okay. That means no billabong t-shirts, Jason. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and because it's like high school every and back then too, everyone had different tastes. Yeah. We were just the only kids that played instruments. So it's like yeah. I was into 
like indie rock stuff and mm-hmm. punk stuff. And then the guitarist is like into Metallica. So he's like has the really like metal looking mm-hmm. fucking Ibanez guitar mm-hmm. or something. And meanwhile, I've got like a Fender rip off with a marijuana leaf sticker oh on my it. God. And then like our drummer is into Scar. So he's oh, wearing shit. like a fucking fedora. It was like such a <laughs> mishmash of um, looks and vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, speaking of looks. Vibes. I'm trying different sitting styles now as well. <laughs> Pile up I the feel like leaning is going to okay. be key. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Um, and then, yeah, so like heaps of different bands, heaps of different attempts at like figuring out what my voice was. And yeah. then when I look back on it, I'm like, my voice was just annoying. I was just <laughs> annoying everyone. I found an email. I didn't, I, I didn't put this in my show, the show you're referencing earlier, which is um, – I, I did a show for anyone listening all about the different bands I was in when I was in high school. It was amazing. Called Electric Dreams. I didn't put this in the show because it was it painted me in way too much of a negative light. Awesome. But I f- went through my old email address, my old Hotmail email from high school. Mm-hmm. I like found my password and got back in. And I found an email that I sent to my band in year 11 where I was breaking the band up. Oh. And it was really long. It was like a fucking essay. And it was like um, addressing everyone individually and being like, Tom, you don't take it seriously enough. You're not. Uh, and then like, Dean, um, oh you God. don't care about blah, blah, blah. Jason, you're clearly just in it for the good times. And while I respect that, that's not what this project is about. It's like, but really psycho, really oh my God. full on. I was so serious about it it's so humiliating to look back on and go shit man i should have just been having fun with my friends but i was trying to make it work yeah did the friendships survive the band break i'm still friends with all those guys we're we're still in (laughs) yeah we're still in a group chat and we catch up every year and like um go and get drunk and talk about band stories and stuff oh my god because a couple of us in that band went on to play in other bands together throughout 20s and stuff yeah yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's you must have been real endearing in other ways. I don't know what anyone sees in me. <laughs> I really don't get it. Ever. I really don't get it. I know I I think like my one saving grace is that I have self-awareness now. Yeah. Yeah. So that I can look back and go, Jesus Christ, that was so bad. But I think at the time, zero self-awareness. Oh man. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> That sounds painful. <laughs> um, okay. And okay, also, have those guys watched the show, your show? Yeah, they all came to the show at various points. Awesome. Through the tour, yeah. Did they love and it? Loved it, yeah. Because I used photos of them in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like ask permission to use their photos. And yeah. there's videos in the show that they're all in. And so, yeah, it's kind of like, I, you know, documented our weird time together and made it all mean something that's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i mean that's uh, do you think that you get quite sentimental i mean you're a musician you're an artist you're a comedian do you think you get quite sentimental in your male friendships fuck dude you know i was like in total denial of how sensitive i was until the last few years Mm -hmm. i always was like no i don't give a fuck who cares oh my god and then like (laughs) um now I cry in everything. <laughs> I, I get so easily sentimental about 
male friendships, female friendships, yeah. fucking TV shows. Yeah. Anything <laughs> anything that's about friendship or relationships or family oh. makes me cry now. It's yeah. fucked. I think it's getting older, I guess. I don't know. You think so? Must be. Maybe maybe it's just you and you're just open to you now. May, maybe, yeah. You've accepted yourself more. Maybe, yeah. That, that could be it. But like sometimes, uh, what did I watch? What was I watching last night? I was watching uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy three. Okay, I had seen it. And, and, you know, it's kind of it just came out on streaming or whatever. Yeah, I watched it, and that whole movie. I don't know if you've seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxy. The first movies. one. Yeah, it's about a ragtag group of people who are forced to be a team, <laughs> and then they realize that they are a family, <laughs> and that's the message of all three of them. <laughs> and every time they start hammering that message home, whether it's like, look at us, we don't know who we are. We're just a bunch of ragtag idiots, but I love you guys like family. You're my brother. Whenever that shit happens, I like am misty as hell. I'm like, oh my God. And I can see it coming a mile away. They've got this fucking rocket raccoon character who's like an animated fucking talking raccoon that Bradley Cooper voices. Yeah. And I'm like, Within seconds of the movie starting, I was like, this character is going to make me cry, this movie. I just know it. At some point, he's going to say something sentimental. And he's, he's like, tough, isn't tough he? Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it hits hard. He's going to be like, I love you guys or something. And I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up. And then there's like this Groot character who's a tree. Yep. And he only says, I am Groot. You know that? Yeah. You've seen the movie? Yeah, all he says no. is, I'm Groot. All he says, I'm Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot. For three movies and all the spin-offs and all the <laughs> Avengers movies, his last line of the new movie is, I love you guys. Oh, my God. I've got chills. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I couldn't fucking handle it. Oh, I was shit. just like, I, and I do that thing now where I like, I saw it coming a mile away because the, mu- the music was swelling yeah. and like, I just know how movies work. I'm a writer as well. And they're all saying their final thing. And I was like, oh, God, I bet it's, I bet he's going to say something that's not I am Groot here. And then when he goes, I love you guys, I was like, come on. And like looking up like, dude, like, don't, you can't do this to me. I fucking, I already knew that's what it was going to be. Fuck you. That is so nice. <laughs> Look, I cry at everything. I uh, I mean, bipolar, but yeah, also. Tripolar. <laughs> I love to cry. It's so cathartic. Honestly, it's like closes the stress cycles as it's, well. Um, I didn't cry for the longest time, like really? years and years and years. But now it's just anything. Anything will get me. Yeah. Oh, you're making up for lost time. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Is that coming out in your friendships? I know it's when you're talking about it or mm. watching it. Yeah, I think maybe because like through your 20s and stuff, your friendship, especially in comedy and stuff, mm. your friendships are largely defined by um, just having a good time and mm-hmm. like just, hey, we're out, we're drinking, we're making each other laugh, we're saying the most fucked things that we can imagine. Yeah. It's all posturing. It's all like who can push the envelope the hardest and say the worst possible thing. Mm-hmm. So for, so I, you know, I started doing comedy when I was 23 and I'm now 35. So yeah, for most of my time doing comedy, it's just been about, oh, how can I be the rudest cunt in front of all these people and make everyone laugh? Mm -hmm. And then now Mm -hmm. I've been friends with these people for over a decade and we're breaking through to another level of friendship where it's just like, 
hey, you know, I'm like Groot saying I love you guys for the first time. <laughs> just like, hey, I'm not just saying I'm Groot anymore. I'm now saying I love you guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I think we're all just getting a little bit sentimental. And, we're, you know, I'm in my 30s now. So, like, this is the time to do it. This yeah, is, people also, I mean, life kind of pushes you there when people are having babies yeah. and getting married. You're yeah. watching all of these big things or people dying and mm. just your friends and yourself are going through these massive things. And you're like, oh, you were there for me for that. Yeah. Like, we're so much closer because of it. It's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe, yeah, that's very true. Like maybe it's just when you start going to weddings and stuff that you're oh. like opening yourselves up to being more nice to each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the last big gatherings like the 21st or something yeah. maybe a 30th and then it's a wedding it's a very different scene yeah totally but, oh man weddings make me fucking ball these days ball yeah i can i get it i i cry uh in weddings in tv shows and stuff yeah my god me too and childbirth <laughs> for some reason i don't want kids ever yeah, every yeah. single time i watch a tv show or movie where a woman is giving birth i'm bawling my eyes out <laughs> it's so weird i'm like it's so hard you did it <laughs> God forbid anything bad actually happens in it too. Then I'm a mess. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Awful. It's crazy. <laughs> so, speaking of weddings, mm. you're a married man. Yep. Is your wife your best friend? Yeah. Yeah. She's my best friend. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. You have to say that though, don't you? But Do you? Uh, <laughs> No, no. You have to say that you have to say that because you're being cool, but... But also we um have known each other for a crazy long time. Yeah. 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 That's... How long? We met uh, when... I was 14. She was 15. Holy shit. And um, obviously we didn't get together then or anything yeah. like that. But we just knew each other. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. So we've been like friends for most of our life. That's so nice. So yeah, like she's definitely my best friend. Yeah. But she's also legally my best friend, you know. She's like my <laughs> yeah. best friend in the eyes of the government. And yeah. so... <laughs> I don't know it's if it really counts. my favorite one. Counts. I signed a thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's, I've got other friends that didn't have to sign a contract or anything. <laughs> and I feel like that makes them better friends. Yeah, right, way. right. Yeah. They're not contractually obliged yeah. to hang out. <laughs> if, if we don't hang out anymore, I don't owe them money. <laughs> so I think that's Oh, that'd be good. cool though. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, if you could get like an alimony for friendships. Yeah, You're like, yeah. I've put in enough time with you. <laughs> I deserve like at least one coffee or sandwich every two weeks. <laughs> Some psycho like me would be into it but i think that's that's bad <laughs> but i mean like do you how do you feel about are, are you and jacob best friends yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean we've only we knew each other a few years before we got together but mm. um yeah i think that was one of the things that got us together as we were just like oh my god we have the same taste in this and you love that and i love this and th it's like when you're making a friend as a kid you know yeah like oh all of these things mm. are just align so well and compliment each other so well and i love hanging out with him it's the best yeah it's, it's good it's, it's so great good. like we also we have our cat mm -hmm. i know you've got a dog and we're yep. always sitting together being like you guys are my best friends yeah totally i yeah i feel it's the same awesome. way i love it when our dog just lays across both of us or in the middle oh. of us i'm like this is our little family <laughs> isn't yeah. it beautiful <laughs> yeah it's oh nice. my god it's nice. you have the cutest dog too holy she's, shit she's a dream come true yes like i've never met her and i tell people about her because i'm a dog walker it's not super <laughs> weird but when people are talking about um grudels i'm like oh my god i know this guy and he's got the best grudel because she looks like a golden retriever but it's yeah. a little bit of poodle. it's so crazy straight head straight head grudel oh. looks like a golden retriever just more ginger yeah and has like 
skinny poodle head. She's like beautiful. She's stunning. It's ridiculous. We've got so we <laughs> occasionally use a dog walker when oh, we're yeah. when we're a bit busy. And um she loves Junior mm-hmm. and Junior loves her. And I went on her Instagram the other day because she like posts photos of her with all the dogs on it. Yeah. All the photos of her and my dog are like it looks like they're having an affair. It's like really <laughs> sexual stuff. Like it's, it's them. It's really sexual. They're scissoring. It's like, <laughs> like it, normally they're just photos of like her with some dog and they're cuddling. It yeah. looks normal and shit. But this, all the ones of her and Junior are like, she's laying down on her back in the park with her hair splayed out. And my dog is like laying across her tits. And my dog is like licking her fully on the mouth. Oh my god! And she's like no. posting these photos. I'm like, uh, this is you fucking my dog. This is porn. Yeah. This is just my dog's tongue in your mouth. Oh my god! There's so many of them. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, does she know she's like? Is this erotic? What's what going the on? Fuck? It's really like she loves her. People love my dog. Of course. I mean, but that's like I love the dogs that I walk, but yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't put their tongues in my no, mouth. No, no. And if you and if they sometimes sometimes a dog will lick you on the mouth. Sometimes it'll it get in there. Yeah. Sometimes it gets in there. But like you go. <laughs> but you don't put the photo no, up on my. <laughs> no. I even I have one dog that I like. Like I love him too much. I think because his name's Louie. My cat's name is Louie. Mm. I've probably just automatically been more affectionate with him, and so he's been more affectionate with me. Anyway, he's my favorite dog. Sure. Whatever. Um, and sometimes. Because we, he, if we don't have a cuddle, like he's running around at the park, but if we don't have a cuddle, he won't get back into the car. We have to have a cuddle. Yeah, yeah. So I sit down. It. It's so cute. Mm. I sit down and have a cuddle. But sometimes he's like fully on me. And I'm like, my other walker that I, like my boss, should take a photo. I'm like, don't send them that. It's not <laughs> sexual, but it is like... It's too close. Like, I don't think I'm going to steal it's their so dog. Intimate. <laughs> it's yeah. so intimate. Yeah. It was a new feeling I've never experienced before seeing oh this. Oh, my God. Were you jealous? Like, oh, God. This is – she just has a close relationship with this other lady. Yeah. That she's maybe met four or five times. Whoa. It's not even that much. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I see this guy most days. Yeah, so. yeah. We we don't really use her that of often. Course, of it's course. It's every now and then, but – she obviously Junior just fucking loves her. I guess she wants to pass her all the time. And Did stuff. you feel jealous? Not jealous, but I was like, "This is on the line. <laughs> this is like it's not crossing a line, but she's on the line here." <laughs> <laughs> That's so nuts! Oh my god! Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Um, but I mean, like, let's talking about best friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, outside of Jacob, do you have do you have best friends? Do you have close friends from school or growing up or anything like that? I mean, I have my oldest best friend from primary school, um, and he. Just, he moved to Sydney like at the start of the year and I've seen him once, mm. but we adore each other and it's always great, you know? Yeah. So it's not like we're best friends, but he's just the oldest friend An that old I have. Friend. And yep. we love each other. Our families are friends. Like yep. it's great. Um, and I've got closer friends. I've had best friends kind of, but I think that my closest friends have always been my sisters mm. like and my brother, but my sisters especially. And I've only just realized how amazing that is and how lucky i am yeah that's really rare too it's totally totally some people mm. also aren't even girls and don't have sisters and that's just crazy to that's me, me. <laughs> that's me i'm, a, I'm not a girl and i don't have sisters yes, yeah i have brothers that sucks i mean it's great i'm sure it does suck <laughs> but it's it's so I always different. wanted a sister yeah yeah oh man they're, they're amazing uh, but for the longest time i was jealous because my older sister does have a best friend my younger sister has best friends like and I, I was so jealous and I have, like I said, I've had flirts with best friendships yep. along the line. A lot of them have been dudes mm. and then that's had its own complications of just young, dumb boys either getting into a relationship and then like neglecting their friends because mm. that mm. happens or sleeping together because mm -hmm. that's dumb, bad for friendship. Um yeah, so like a lot of, I don't know, it's just been a weird little wave. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I think that's kind of normal. Yeah. Uh, whenever I see someone who's still best friends with the person they were buddies with when they were six. Yeah. I'm jealous of it a bit. Yeah. But I'm also like, uh, is that, shouldn't you have grown apart a little bit yeah, over the like years? Yeah, you were only yeah. friends because you were you near, lived each, near other. each other. Yeah. Yeah, you lived <laughs> yeah. like 10 minutes away or something. It's, it is weird. I mean... My my best friends through primary school, my cousin Jason was one of them because Cute. he lived three doors down from mm -hmm. me. He's my cousin. Mm -hmm. He was in my year all the way through from, from preschool to year 12. And we also played in bands together all the way through high oh, school. Wow. And I almost think that doesn't count. I'm like, well, yeah, he's like a family member. But yeah. also we were just together all the time. Yeah, Played yeah, soccer yeah. in the same teams and all that stuff. Like, um, we're still very close. We still talk all the time, um, even though our lives have gone in different directions and stuff. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I've got maybe one or two good friends from high school that I still chat to multiple times a year, but we're not in constant contact one friend from uni, this guy Tom, that I talk to pretty regularly, but not regularly enough, if mm -hmm. I'm honest with myself. But my best friends are probably the ones I've made in the last 10 years yeah, okay. through comedy, you yeah. know, like through doing, stand, meeting them through stand-up, you know, like That's... Becky Lucas, obviously, yeah. Alexi Toliopoulos, Henry Stone, you know. Oh, actually, I did have a question with you about those friendships. Mm. What's it like to have such public friendships? Yeah, that's a weird one. Mm. Yeah, I think like uh, Becky and I are a good example of um, maybe what not to do with a friendship <laughs> because we started our friendship on Twitter. Like we were just really? like constantly tweeting at each other. That's so cute. And then like 
it became a public thing mm-hmm. and then we uh, and then i think the it it there was a like no line between like our private friendship and our public friendship and yeah. that became weird because yeah. we were like almost performative even when it was just us yeah when we weren't putting it on a podcast or on a video yeah. or anything and then luckily we've been friends for over a decade now and we've just like had to learn how to like turn it off and on mm-hmm. when we wanted when we want to do something public and we, we want to just be us yeah okay but yeah i think for the first few years we were constantly it was almost like we we were playing characters yep. of ourselves yep. when we were hanging out because Fuck. we were just like constantly talking in character constantly so riffing and then like at a certain point we we're like this is exhausting we can't <laughs> keep like yeah. acting like our life is content you yeah know? we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. just like be normal and be chill yeah and then yeah now i mean we're just like normal friends have like serious conversations yeah. and stuff but when <laughs> it's, it's a podcast a or if it's a video or if it's on stage we can like amp it up and yeah, turn okay. the volume up on it and make it a bit crazier that's fun did yeah. you did you find it was also hard to have that boundary of let's not make everything content definitely yeah, yeah. because like obviously we both love making stuff together mm-hmm. so we were like we should always be working together like yeah. put everything out try to fucking you know, make a video series, make a TV show, make a podcast, yeah. make a whatever, yeah. make do live shows. Let's do everything. Yeah. And then we just hit a wall of like, actually, no, it's sometimes it's nice to just do nothing together for like a year yeah. or two years yeah. and just be friends and just spend that time being friends and yeah, hanging wow. out. And then when we want to make something, we'll do it. It's crazy though because you've got this incredible comedic chemistry. That's something else I'm very jealous of when I see it, especially obviously since starting, no, obviously since starting comedy. Um, the people that have like their comedy partner. Mm. Oh my god! And you two are so funny together. It's stupid. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. No, it's great. Well, we just—it's a contest, really. Like, it's, yeah, it's, we're constantly. It's not. Not a contest in a negative way, but we are trying to make the other one break as much as we can. Yeah. And like, I think together we definitely push each other into areas that we wouldn't go on our own. Mm -hmm. And it's all in the pursuit of making the other person laugh, which I think is fun. Yeah, Yeah. of course. I mean, a foundation for most friendships. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fun ones at least. Yeah, true. Especially when you're younger. That's so crazy. I didn't know it started on um, Twitter. Yeah, I think we'd met like twice. And then we like started having these fake arguments on Twitter all the time. (laughs) Like she would tweet at Cameron, um, you owe me 50 bucks or whatever. And then I'd write back something like, I fucking paid you like whatever. And we'd have these big (laughs) fake arguments that went on for like days and other people would comment and we'd reply to them and act like they were part of it. Yeah. And then we made a, I think we've talked about this before. So sorry if I'm repeating myself, but Mm -hmm. we made a joint Twitter account together. That was a fake open mic comedian called Tobias and this is like our first project together. <laughs> we we both had the login and then at a certain point, a couple of other people had the login as well. Joel Creasy was one of them and I think Ray Badron. And we would tweet all throughout the Melbourne Comedy Festival as if we were a real open mic comedian who was having the worst run of all time. 
just constantly uh, being like, oh my God, if, you know, um, I got bashed during my show tonight. It was oh fucking God. crazy. Please, someone help. And then we started tweeting at famous people a lot, like Will Anderson, Tom Ballard, Dave Hughes, and like accusing them of things and like oh, asking oh. for their help. And a lot of them started playing along. Like they didn't know it was us, but yeah. they realized it was someone doing a character. Awesome. So we'd say things like, at Dave Hughes, um, um, not cool the way you pushed me over tonight at the hi-fi. Um, <clears throat> really bad. I jarred my knee. You really hurt me. That was really uncool. And then Husey would reply like, mate, you were trying to dance with my wife. That's not on. I, to- I warned you three times to back off. And so that was like our first project, I guess. And oh, then my God. <laughs> was us just like being mean and bullying people. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, I, Jacob has, he's like so good at boundaries and um, also he's hes quite a private man mm. and he has made the line in the sand of not making our relationship content because for this podcast, I was like, I had ideas for the mm. two of for us, you know, I was like, well, why don't we do something together? And I was like, because we're going to get married in a few years. I was like, why don't we do a podcast about our wedding and then we can mm. capture the wedding market. And it's, mm. I mean, it was a fucking great idea. But he's like, I, I don't want our relationship to be content. It's ours. It's definitely <laughs> a line that you, you yeah. should put up, I think. Yeah. I, I respect that. I yeah, think, totally. Like, me, yeah. Becky and I definitely have drawn lines as well. With that sort of stuff. Yeah. Where it's just like, let's, you know, you you need to have some things that are just for you. Yeah. I mean, and also, like you said, it it sounds exhausting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. (laughs) Um, That's really nice. I think that uh, I'm glad to hear that you found a nice balance. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's taken a long time. Like yeah. you, you heard the way I was in in high school with bands. Like <laughs> I clearly wanted everything to be fucking output, you know. Yes. I wanted everything yes. to be the thing that was yeah. going to. Like live stream my life. It's yeah, fine. I'm Just ready watch for me. it. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, I think the older you get, the more you're like, you know, I should be able to just go home and sit down and watch some fucking TV show and relax. Yeah. And it's not work and it's not anything. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually very good at watching TV and not doing anything. I've gotten very so. good at it too. It's mm. it's a pretty good skill. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're up to our slumber party game segment. Cool. You want to play some slumber party games? Sure. All right. I hope they're good. <laughs> I have made them all up for you. Starting mm-hmm. off with mm-hmm. Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. You know how this game works? You're going to give me two hypotheticals? Yeah. Yeah. You got to pick them. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather mm. where you're at now, all your experience and everything, mm-hmm. become just tomorrow, wake up and be the best musician in the world or the best comedian in the world? Oh, it's one or the other, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Whoa. You know what? <laughs> I think on in most days I would say comedian because that's the thing I put so much time yeah. and thought into these days. But I was recently at Splendor in the Grass mm. and I was watching all these fucking awesome bands and artists and stuff. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that would be so much better. <laughs> Just like being a famous musician and people <laughs> love hearing your songs. They worship them. And they like, will hear them. They don't care how many times they yeah. can hear it. <laughs> yeah. How sick would that be? <laughs> I was like watching this um, K-pop band that were on during the day uh, at one of the days at Splendor. They were called Balming Tiger. Mm-hmm. And 
it was just four people and they were like dancing. They had choreographed dancing. They were wearing costumes. They were like people going fucking nuts for their songs. Their hooks were just like crazy. And I was like, man, that would be sick. I'd love to just be that. You're just mm-hmm. like in a band or a group and you just travel around and like make people go nuts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and like then you they can fuck off and just lay yeah. down afterwards. <laughs> they are like gods though. Mm. I don't know, I watched um, that terrible, terrible show, The Idol. Oh, um, yeah. Did you watch it? No, no. Oh, no. it's so bad. I was so tempted to. It's like porn. Yeah. So pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I've seen <laughs> enough about it that it looks like it's probably not up my alley but i was pumped at first me too i was so mm. excited um but i still watched it and it like it, it, whatever it's what it is I, I i think the weekend's disgusting now and i never want to hear his music ever again but but is it like because he it's deliberately disgusting yes right? yes but also his music is like shoved into it so much every because mm. he does the soundscaping like everything <clears throat> and it, he right. just weekends it all up you yeah, know yeah. it's like layers and auto-tune and oh my mm. god um so it, I think I had a Pavlovian response now when I hear The weekend. It's the character. I know he's not the character, but yeah. he's ruined. Anyway. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't, don't, don't watch it. But they have the depiction of like a superstar, you know, mm. this pop star. Yeah. And the Lily Rose death. Yeah. Mm. It does look somewhat awful. I think yeah. being a famous band or mm. like K-pop group, I mean – that has their, their they have their own issues as well, but like being a pop star, that I don't know that scares me now. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think like I mean yeah you could do it well. I guess yeah. being the best comedian, I reckon being number one at anything is a bit shit because yeah. you instantly start getting shit like within seconds of being the best. Mm-hmm. I reckon the moment you get crowned the best comedian mm-hmm. in the world you instantly start getting worse. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, you have to. There's uh-huh. just no way, nowhere else to go. You're yeah. at the top. Guess what? There's only one way. It's back down. You're not relatable anymore. Yeah. yeah. They all get too rich it's and they get flawed. too, like, they have no sense of reality anymore. Mm. Okay. Okay. So what if it was the best musician, technically, like mm. you were just the best singer, best guitarist. Oh, yeah, that sucks too because that doesn't equate to being a good artist. But I reckon like <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, like being really technically good. Um, unless it's like Prince or something and you're like, yeah, you're, you actually are the best guitarist and songwriter and musician and okay. you have an amazing vo- yeah. voice. So, yeah, you – that would you, be sick. King of pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like I, I, I bought tickets to Paul McCartney the other day. He's mm. coming out here. And cool. I was like, that would actually be the dream person to be where you're like – there's no pressure on you anymore yeah. to continue to create good stuff. <laughs> Everyone already accepts that you are a living legend. Yeah. And you can just travel the country, travel the world, fill out stadiums and play songs you wrote when you were 17. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, wow, he will play songs that he wrote when he was a teenager yeah. and he's in his 80s. Yeah. And he'll be up there singing Love Me Do. Proudly. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Same hypothetical, mm. but you are Paul McCartney or the same version of that level. In comedy? A, yeah. Who would that be? Uh, Who's like the McCartney of comedy? I guess uh, that hasn't been me too because it would probably be yeah. Cosby, wouldn't it? Like early days, yeah. famous. Seinfeld? 
Is Seinfeld an equivalent? Seinfeld's probably an equivalent. Because he's like famous worldwide. Yeah. And probably... People don't really expect anything from him now. Yeah. You could just go and see Seinfeld and be like, oh, yeah, it was so sick. He talked for 10 minutes about how weird Oreos are. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of sick, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think Paul McCartney sounds like more fun. Yeah, I think McCartney would be more fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I reckon. So, yeah, I think you've basically encouraged me to finally quit comedy (laughs) and just try to be a musician again. (laughs) Oh no, don't do yeah. it. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, it's your fault. Oh, mm. Shit. Mm. Oh man, so many bookers in this city are gonna be so mad at me. Uh don't do that. I'm also just realizing how goddamn uh showbiz related all of these questions That's are. That's okay, I love show business. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. It loves you. Good. You're a star. <laughs> 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 okay, another would you rather? Yeah. Would you rather have the ideal amount of success mm-hmm. in US, in, in America, mm-hmm. but never be allowed to come back to Australia mm-hmm. or be like B-level TV personality famous in Australia, free reign of the country, uh, of the world. Uh, the Australian one. Really? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because you I, love Australia and I think, here? yeah, when I was younger, I was like all about wanting to go to the US or the UK and trying to crack it and be like successful over there and stuff. But I love Australia. I love living here. (laughs) I love my family and friends are here. It's a nice country. The the beaches are nice. The the (laughs) landscape is nice. Um, The healthcare is good. And I kind of like the idea of being like, how sick would it be to be Hamish Blake? It'd be pretty great. And you're just like... Fucking just famous for being like a cheeky, lovable dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Australians um, respond to celebrities better as well. Mm. I uh, like I was talking to Ben Lee about this ages mm. ago, and he he's like, because I saw him the day before I was meant to interview him for work, mm. but in Newtown, just wandering around. Yeah, and I was like, you're quite famous, but no one gives a shit. Like, yeah, people are like, oh, Ben Lee. Yeah, mm. Australians are just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, people are famous, whatever. I, I think it's the tall poppy <laughs> syndrome thing. Yeah, we're all kind no of like, one really oh, wants whatever. to suck them off. Yeah, or it's just like, hey, yeah, yeah, cool. Hey, you have a huge song that's. I still hear multiple times a, a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think like that would be great. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. Nice. I like it here. Let's stay here. It is nice. I don't want to go live in America anymore. <laughs> you know? No. Okay. Fucking That's crazy. fair. To live in LA. Oh. Fuck that. Especially now to be like starting again, basically. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Mm. I really, I want to go. I've just never traveled anywhere. I've been it's to- great to go to. Yeah. Like I like love all that old Hollywood shit. Mm. And I love that like every building there's like a story about even the comedy store in LA. Mm-hmm. I've been there a bunch of times just to watch comedy. Yeah. And it used to be a nightclub called Ciro's in the fucking thirties. That was where all the like stars of the silver screen would go and cool hang out. And like, it was a celebrity nightclub where yeah. only celebrities could get in and they'd be like, Greta Garbo and shit there. Like, <laughs> now it's the comedy store. There's mm-hmm. so much history and I love that shit. And it's just an ugly building in LA. 
Yeah. And I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that so cool. look at some shit old restaurant and they're like, yeah, John Wayne ate there every day. And you're like, <laughs> that fucking dump? That's awesome. <laughs> that is sick. I got to go be a tourist. Okay. The next game is a bit weird. I mean, the second one's, I think, fine, but it's Fuck, Marry, Kill. Okay. And the first one I've written here, I do believe you know personally all three of these people. They're actual people. Awesome. I think it'll be a bit of fun. See if I'll fuck any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Marry, Kill, Rove, Peter Hellier, and Husey. Ooh. Fuck, Marry, Kill, Rove, Peter Hellier, Husey. Hmm. I'd marry Peter Hellier. Cute. Yeah. Why? I think he's one of the nicest dudes in comedy (laughs) one of the biggest sweethearts and just so funny and so chill and so like just seems like a regular dude yeah and he likes movies so we'd have good movie nights perfect Mm -hmm. um now i just gotta fucking kill the other two And I love them both. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love them both. Like, I don't want to kill either of them. But if I had to kill one of them, it would be Husey. Okay. And I think um, I would do it. I would want to do it in a way where it's like, he, I'm hunting him. And <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. And it's gonna, he's going to put up a fight back. It's so unnecessary for the hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the only way I could get some enjoyment out of it. If it's like, I have to hunt him. And he's all wily and he's like he needs to be kind on of the fair. lookout. Yeah. yeah okay. He gets a warning. He gets like a three-day head start. <laughs> and then I have to track his movements. It'll be easy because he does radio every day. So I'll yeah, just like yeah, hang yeah. out the front of fucking Nova or whatever he works for. Um, and then we it's a fight to the death and I have to like fully watch the life leave his eyes. <laughs> and then I guess I'll fuck Rove. Rove's in good shape. Rove's yeah. like fit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Rove. So that would be nice. – um, and he's cheeky. I bet he'd be up for a bit of fun. <laughs> Sex is normally cheeky. Yeah, well, it's yeah. be like playful. We'd be laughing and stuff. Cute. Okay. <laughs> I've never had this uh, in depth of a response for the fuck Mary kill, <laughs> so I, I really appreciate that. I mean, I just want to <laughs> put it out there. It is hypothetical. I don't yes. want to do any no, of these things of course, to any of, of these dudes. But yes. if I had to, that's the order I'd do it in. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, okay, one more fuck Mary kill. Yeah, sure. Fuck Mary kill. Fedora guys with guitars. Yep. Earnest Instagram posts. Yep. And people who call their pets fur babies. Excellent. These are all great. Um, I've been an earnest guitar guy with a fedora. Yeah, I, I know. I could guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I had a fedora in 2010. And um, yeah. I don't, I still haven't recovered. I think I still have it as well. I think it's still <laughs> at home, but I haven't worn it since then. Okay. Um, earnest Instagram posts are some of my favorite things on the planet. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's a them. lot of joy. I love seeing real emotions just captured in the worst possible, least poetic way. Yeah. Um, and fur babies, yeah, that that is annoying. So who would I marry out of those three? I guess I'd marry Ernest Instagram post. Yeah, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'd 
I'd kill Fedora guitar, but that's only because I'm killing a part of myself. Wow. Letting, uh, okay. Which I think is important for the ego. You have to yeah. kill part of yourself and let it go. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guess I'm marrying the fur baby bitch, whoever that is. Um, Wait, no, you were marrying Instagram posts. Oh, oh yeah, you're that's right. I'm fucking the fur baby. The fur baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fuck her. No. <laughs> I guess I I'm have shocked, to. honestly. Yeah, I guess I have to now because I've already said it. <laughs> mm, no take back. Okay, that's how it is. <laughs> don't I'm have sorry. to enjoy it. No, you, you don't. do it. Yeah. 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 That happens. I'm sure, I mean, statistically, we've probably all fucked someone who eventually was the person who says fur babies, you know? Yeah. I'm just trying to think if my wife has ever said fur baby. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I think that would uh, that would be that would be grounds for divorce. Yeah, fair. No, yeah. that's that's fair. I like I'll sooner <laughs> and often do call my kitten my child or my son. I'll my say that baby. sort of stuff from time to time as well. I think that's all that's fair that's play. Fine. That's fair play. <laughs> I think that's just cute. Yeah. That's it's, just having a family. That's just being yeah. Just being a <laughs> mum or dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh we've got the last game here. It's mm-hmm. truth or dare. Mm-hmm. Truth or dare? Mm. Dare. All right, this is a little bit of a cop-out. I'm kind of stealing this because I've obviously listened to Phone Hacks. Go listen to Phone Hacks, everyone. It's great. Um, I, I, I want you to rap. Fuck. I want you to rap about your dog. Uh, Will you do it? This is my fucking w- the thing I hate the most. Anytime <laughs> I'm forced to rap, which is weirdly a lot. Why is it? Why? It's not. It's like the most cringe thing you can it's do. And I've said this before. I think the reason I, I cringe so much and I hate doing it so much is because there's a part of me that really thinks I might be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really think I'm going to be really good at this and I'm gonna, it's going to be gonna so sick so and it's cool. going to come out cool. And everyone's going to be like, whoa, you should rap. And I think it's because actually there was a time where I wanted to be a rapper when I was like, 15 I was into Snoop Dogg and yep. Eminem yep. and I was like yeah I could do this I could be one of these guys that raps about shit <laughs> and it's never good and I can never think of words and I can't rhyme uh okay all right I'll uh rap about my dog yeah this fuck you <laughs> fuck you and fuck your listeners and fuck this fucking fort <laughs> I'm so sorry <sighs> do you want me to do you want me to try the beatbox no that would make it worse <laughs> That'll make it worse. It's just got to be free form. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Pooch, pooch. I love my pooch. She licks my gooch. I love my pooch. <laughs> my little, little dog. She lays down like a log, but she looks like a frog. And I, <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> She's got golden hair and she don't care. She's laying all around in her underwear. She licks the walker on the mouth. The one up top, not the one down south. See, I think I'm good. That's the problem. I think it's good. I'm I'm, I'm so hot from laughing too much. I think it's really good. I hate it. I hate it. That's enough. Yay. Holy shit, thank you so much for doing that. I think that's the worst dare anyone's had to that's do. Terrible. I hate it. I'm so sorry. I hate it so thank much, you. 
That's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to tell everyone uh, where to me. find you and what to listen to? Yeah, um, I'm on. I'm at I am Cameron James on all social media, and you can listen to the Becky and Cam show, which is me and Becky Lucas's podcast. Very funny. Or special features, which is the podcast I have with Alexi Toliopoulos. It's about pop culture stuff. Cool. And that's it. Cool. That yeah, I, I absolutely can vouch. To it's all great content. It's all very good. Go listen. Um, find me if you haven't already on all socials at Chloe Madrin. Go check out the uh, TikTok, no, not TikTok, Instagram for the podcast as well, the friend request pod. If you're not watching on YouTube, I strongly suggest you do. Uh, it's amazing. Go check it out. Subscribe, like, please share. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. I love you lots. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.